We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty Podcast. What's good? We know Notre Dame didn't have a game this weekend, but we're still college football. That's right. And NFL. Because, bro, look, I'm here, I'm here in Chicago. First of all, let me get it out of the way. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure you do so. Responsibly. Gotta do it responsibly. We're right here on CFB Nation, presented by Twisted Yes, sir. Audio edibles each and every day. CFB Nation, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, tap in. YouTube, subscribe, share. The Super Chat is back. We're out of Super Chat jail, yo. Finally. Did I, take, I told you the reason why, right? Uh, I don't they, know, man. They finally told me that we actually played a video straight. You know how you share? I could share a tab on here. Mm. So I can go to Twitter on another tab and share the tab. The fact that we played a video straight from Twitter instead of like kind of downloading it, cutting it up like we usually do. They banged us for that for a month and a half. Wow. And they didn't even say nothing until they... And wouldn't tell us until we reapplied. Wow. It's, it's crazy. So the Super Chat is enabled. We appreciate you guys. I'm happy that they left. Can you tell? Does, does yeah. it look? Do I look different? Things seem to be going well. But see, did you notice how orange my lips are? And how orange the tips of my fingers are? Okay, you must have been getting it in. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, these are not Cheetos. Okay? Mm. And for some of you that might not know what I went through, you know, I'm really coming out of a uh, medical, you know, challenge. That's right. And I'm getting stronger every day, feeling better. My voice is getting better. And for the first time since April, I had the chance to go get me a bag of Garrett's popcorn, boy. Look at that. Look at that. Got the cheese. Yep. That I ate. Airport. I ate as I watched the second half of Kansas City. Oh, that's right. It is in the airport. 
It's good too. Yes, sir. So I used this. I ate this bag during the second half of Kansas City and uh, LA. I got my Chicago mix waiting for tomorrow night. I'm going to watch uh, the Equalizer 3 mm. again. So I'm going to save my mini mix, my Chicago mix for that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. I'm surprised you didn't use it for that great Chicago win against the Raiders today. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> These Chicago Bears fans, boy, they took the young man out for Nathan Peterman to throw a Hail Mary. That just lets you know how weak his arm is. Okay? Okay. And when your arm is not a cannon, of course you have to depend on having a quick release and you have to be anticipatory. That's the only way you can play the position, left. If you don't have the arm, relax. Tyson Bajan is not a franchise quarterback. And if you're tired of Justin Fields, just sit back and wait. Caleb is on his way. Yeah. Don't worry. Ryan Poles was out in L.A. last night. Last night? Yeah. 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 That's the second time he's seen him. He saw him at Notre Dame the week before. Oh, he's he's seen him in person. Yeah. He was at the Notre Dame game. Yeah. yeah. And like a good GM, he said, you know what? This Notre Dame game might be an outlier. I want to see how he responds. So he flew to LA to see how we respond against Utah. I mean, he did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. But his defense is just my guy, original Clyde the Glide at Chicago Mix. 
See, the key is the Chicago mix left. The next time you come back, yeah, is to make sure that you have a two to one ratio. You have to have two kernels or two cheese corns for every caramel. Mm. Or if you love the caramel more than the cheese, you have to make sure you have two caramel for every cheese. Either one, the ratio. Mm. that's the way you enjoy it's bomb okay that two to one ratio so if you love the cheese corn more than the caramel make sure you tell them more cheese when they're making it if you love the the caramel more make sure you tell them more caramel It, it is infallible so i am blessed because today it's been six months, boy, and it's amazing. It was fresh too, though. <clears throat> All right, we close this up and be professional, though. I want to start off with this, though. Great weekend of football period. Great Friday weekend. night. I watched high school football here. Teams are playing for their berths in the state playoffs. Justin Scott, I don't know if you saw it left. I posted a clip of Justin Scott playing running back this week. That's right. Just having fun. Had an 11-yard run for a touchdown. So, yesterday, one of the worst games I've ever seen. That, can I talk about um, the Big Ten on NBC? Oh, yeah. Your schedule is trash. Your schedule is trash. If the Notre Dame, Minnesota game was tough. Yeah. If Notre Dame is not your prime time viewing, and then I already know. That's something. Notre Dame needs to put that as a bullet point in the negotiations. Like, yeah, that Big Ten schedule is trash. We are the draw. Still, put that in the bullet point. The fact that we took a week off, and and the fact you saw such a difference, Mm. we gave you five great games back to back to back. Like we were like Drake. Mm -hmm. And then when we took a week off, you just seen how different it was. You put, but then you took a we took a week off, and you replaced it with something Mm -hmm. low tier. Mm. Iowa, Minnesota. Tough game to watch. Apollo 27 has a question. He said, where can you get some manure in California? We're remaking it. We're, gonna, we're getting into Barnstown, Kentucky right now to get the distillery rolling. And we'll get it back operating pretty soon, get ready for the winter. You guys think you ever get into the uh, the beer game? IPAs? Uh, you know, or, is it, or is it too crowded right now? It's a time and a place for everything. We're just working on, you know, perfecting the whiskey right now and getting it out and making sure it's sold everywhere. So uh, the good thing is is that we got the guys that can make just about anything. So that's the right direction we want to head in. Why is J.J. McCarthy the leader for the Heisman race? Because at this point, they don't know who to give it to. Everybody's kind of. 
Well, the fact that the Heisman has the expectation of being damn near perfect all season, I think this is one of the rare years that the guys that are up for it aren't in perfect positions. Mm. So the guys that are favored it all have their own games where they may not have looked the best, even though they may be the best overall. Mm-hmm. The Heisman now at this point is you got to play perfect to get a chance to get down there. And um, unfortunately this year, there's no standalone great greatest guy right now. Mm-hmm. How college football has had it for so long. I mean, you had home runs like Trevor Lawrence, like your uh, Deshaun Watsons and your C.J. Strouds and your Bryce Youngs that were just, you know, the dudes that were standalone. Mm-hmm. Now your guys that are the top rated are, you know, in tough games each and every week. Mm-hmm. There's no easy ride for any guy that was bows for Heisman. But think about the fact that Shador Sanders after one game was in a Heisman top five race. So it's like they're looking for the hottest, most perfect uh, combination. And at this point, the Heisman usually follows a closely undefeated team. And if they got a quarterback that's pretty good, he's probably in a standalone running for it just because it's so high of a expectation. Mm-hmm. Like they just can't have – they don't even look at numbers too much anymore because numbers can be skewed from an FCS kid to, um, you know, schemes that some smaller D1s are running where quarterbacks are throwing for 80 touchdowns a game. So it used to be numbers. Then it went to popularity. Now it's at perfection. So it's going to be hard for the college football Heisman race moving forward unless a guy is just playing an easy cake schedule and having some one or two big games. But think about the the, the gauntlet that the favorite Guys had to go through. Caleb still gonna get tested. Mm-hmm. We got about two or three more, <laughs> two or three more whoopings to to come up on before the season's over. And I'm Drake glad you said that because I want to highlight Jazan Newton, who was a first round defensive tackle out of Illinois, and Bear Alexander, who will be a first rounder for USC, and how absolutely horrendous calls when it comes to roughing the quarterback, changed the complexion of both of those games at the end. Like, I understand we're protecting quarterbacks, but the game is getting ridiculous now. It's flat out getting ridiculous. So we'll get Jazan Newton and Bear Alexander made big-time plays for their teams and got punished on ridiculous calls. Absolutely ridiculous calls. But for me, left you explain that per perfect. I mean, perfectly. It really has gotten to a point where it is a beauty pageant more than yeah, anything. They might as well have the guys come to New York and answer questions on stage. Yeah, that's definitely because at this point you can't you can't argue numbers, can't argue the the most perfect team. You know, especially mm-hmm. this year. I think everybody in college football has been spoiled from the fact that there's no undefeated clear-cut winner. You know, there was a, there's always been a clear-cut winner and a team that can maybe challenge them, mm-hmm. maybe somebody that, that you know preseason, mm-hmm. that you know pre before they even play any games, you know, okay, either Georgia Alabama going to win it, but there might be a challenger in there with Ohio State or whatever the case may have you. Now, 
they're in a position where, shoot, yeah, there's there's good teams, but if anybody can win it, this is the year. So framing the Heisman with teams like that, because they usually follow the college football team, it's just like you can't trust none of these guys to make our Heisman look like the beauty pageant award has been. You're going to have to give it to somebody and, and really look at the film, I feel like. Because everybody's just good. Hey, but see, this is it's unfortunate because it's unrealistic. Yeah. It's unrealistic for let's just say quarterback, because that's the position where it seems like the most of the nominees or uh contestants, since we're talking about it as a beauty pageant, play. And dude, I can't have a bad half of football. Right. Like Michael Penix had a bad half of football. Like who didn't who didn't expect Washington not to be as locked in a week after they played Oregon? Same thing happened to Notre Dame a week after they played Ohio State. Heck, Oregon was sloppy against Washington State for the majority of that game. I mean, that's yo, you can't expect teams to a and this is one thing I will say about this Notre Dame team. Four straight weeks, they were asked to emotionally rise to the occasion. Right. Now, Four straight weeks. Great teams have done it, and great teams can do it. That's, man, you've been there, bro. You've been there. That's pretty difficult to ask any team. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty difficult to ask any team because so much has to happen that goes right. You know, sometimes the ball just falls your way. Mm -hmm. The 2012 Notre Dame football team that went to the national championship, a lot of things just fell their way. Now, they capitalized on it, but it could have easily not have and been a team that was 500. Mm -hmm. So I think that there is a lot of emotion that plays into it which also goes back to how hard it is for an individual to just be so perfect throughout the season. Um, because, you know, my mind doesn't change on Caleb being the best quarterback in the draft coming into this year. Yeah. But those, but the games that he's played with and the team that he's got. Oh, they're much worse than they were last year. It makes it hard. Much worse. And like I said, if he don't throw for 405 touchdowns and – Mm -hmm. Runs for another hundred, they aren't going to look good. Which is what it is, and and he didn't have the, which we all knew Utah was going to be the game where he's going to have the hardest time, along with Notre Dame. And this time he doesn't have the magic around him to support what he's already able to carry as himself, being a previous Heisman winner. So a guy like J.J. McCarthy who's also the leader of his team, but is carrying a lot more evenly dispersed, mm -hmm. <laughs> which, which you know, plays right well into the Heisman aspect, fitting with the best team, this, that, and the third, and where, right. you know, this year is not a situation of best players, just who's got the quarterback with the best team. Can I ask you a question, Love? Can you give me... Um, a resume game that J.J. McCarthy has 
Currently none, but Ohio State would be I mean, he's already beaten him twice and didn't win the Heisman. So Yeah, but it wasn't like his stats were he was almost like 50% completion percentage. The touchdown he had was like a five yard hitch that Cornelius Johnson broke. I'm like, yo, this at should least be- at least let that dude have a big time performance against a top 25 team before we start elevating. Now they're like, yeah, now he's projected top 10 pick in the NFL draft. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. It's because your team is winning some games that are against lesser talent. I think that's just – it's so overhyped, and I think they need a story like that because it's the first time college football has been so even where they right. can't just lean on the SEC and be like, what well, right. else the top. I mean, hell, UCF is making noise. Right, they, they scaring the top ten every. You know what I mean? So, college and football beating Ohio State. Like I said, that's not him. That's not a resume. You're not pulling not that. You beat him twice. Drake May, right? I told somebody today. I said I watched Notre Dame's defense. Beat the heck out of Drake May. I'm talking about they came after that dude and punished him for four quarters, and he kept getting up. He threw for 300, and he threw for five touchdowns. Yeah, they lost, but he proved to me that day, like, okay. Usually most cats, they get hit like that, they crumble. That's a To me, that's a resume builder. And J.J. McCarthy doesn't have two. Not one, yeah, well, how not one resume that? building game to say, yo, okay. He's a projected top 10 pick. No, bro. No. Haven't seen one. He beat Ohio State. Right? He's he's really a trust fund baby when it comes to inheriting. Guess who else? I was about to say, guess who else beat Ohio State the year before? Kay McNamara. So that's, that's, you're not, you're not doing anything that another Michigan quarterback didn't do by handing the ball off and letting the defense handle things. That's right. the Michigan formula. He these they're they're definitely suffering from the Dak Prescott rookie year disease where the running game was very strong, got the best offensive line, defense mm-hmm. solid. And and Dak just being a fourth round guy from the middle of nowhere, Texas becoming the, the lead quarterback and they winning games, you just assume Dak is the next up and coming guy. So mm-hmm. much so that you replaced the better quarterback in Tony Romo, thinking this is a, a Brady and Drew Breath a Bledsoe situation. When in fact, you just got a really good team, mm. and the schedule fits. This, this, they're not playing a top six schedule like we are. Mm-hmm. They're prime time. We gotta we gotta watch them at nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to watch Michigan this year? You gotta catch them early bird special. Because they're trying to get them weak games out of the way. They're like, why y'all playing these, you know, y'all Hawaii? Like, you know, what are y'all doing? So now y'all get to the end of the season. Everybody, you you're 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 created yourself to be an urban legend because mm-hmm. nobody's watching you all season. But you they just keep hearing about how well you guys are playing and this is the best Michigan team in the world. And mm-hmm. but nobody's ever got a chance to really watch you. So I don't know where the Heisman are you know, attention is coming from, from J.J. McCarthy because he's never played a night game this year. 
How you the number one team in the nation? Arguably, you're a Heisman contender. Uh, somehow top five. You ain't played in the night game this year. You ain't you you haven't played on prime time with a team where Michigan is the, the season is on the line, mm-hmm. or a game where they like they can't they can't run the ball, which they're famously known for, where you got to throw for three hundred and six touchdowns to overcome something. So it's going to be interesting how the Heisman committee focuses on creating a star to put it behind because right now, you know, your stars are going through the the gauntlet. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not easy. And, you know, this is getting tougher. Coaches are getting worse on offense in terms of strategy and these gimmicks that they got out there for offenses. Yeah. So it is only a matter of time you run into a solid team, these Oregon States and Utahs and Notre Dame defenses out here, and, and your quarterback is going to have a, a long day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think this is the first year you can reset the Heisman market just like the quarterback market. There ain't no billion-dollar quarterback to be paying all that money for. Somebody, you got to reset the market, bring them back down to – Favorable money, mm-hmm. bring the Heisman expectations down to realistic stuff. And it might be more entertaining because now we can actually, you know, have a debate about it. Before, there was never a debate about who's going to win the Heisman. I think the last time was like the Deshaun, his first year. But they gave it to Jalen Hurts or something. You know, what, you know what's happening, left. I'm glad you mentioned Deshaun. You remember, because Deshaun lost to Lamar, right? Yeah. That last year, that's when they played each other at Clemson. That was a class. Hey, man, that game right there still goes down as one of the greatest college football games of all time. Of all time, easily. Of all time. All time. I wish they could have played like a whole quarter, like a fifth yeah. quarter. It was that incredible. But I'm glad you mentioned Deshaun, because Deshaun, could have left after his junior year. And he specifically came back to get back to the national championship and win. He was a first round pick after his third year. And he comes back. He comes back to an offensive line that's horrible. If I'm not mistaken, they were averaging 2.9 yards per rush. Travis Etienne I forget who the running back was. No, uh, the guy that they converted to running back, the award number nine before ETN. What's his name? He used to play with the Giants, the running back. Yeah, I know him. Um, Deshaun Watson that last year was averaging somewhere in the 50s for passing attempts per game left. That's insane. That's the average. He lost a late November game at home to Pitt where he actually threw the ball 77 times left. The man threw three interceptions and I think had like six or seven touchdowns. And the national media went crazy, bro. Like, oh, he's regressed. He's not the same quarterback. I'm like, bro, if I throw the ball 70 times, at some point, there's a good chance somebody else on the other team might pick it off, yeah. right? 
but he was the sole reason that they were going to score that year. Right? So as much as people talked about him regressing, when he saw his toughest defense all year, once again, and wait, that defense talked all week leading up to the game left about, oh, yeah, we've been watching. We're waiting on him. We've been waiting to get back at him. He put up another 400 yards on Alabama. You see, you see what I'm saying? I feel the same thing is happening when it comes to, like, I would say Drake May and Caleb Williams. Two dudes. Dude, Drake, that North Carolina team is absolute trash without Drake May. Trash. Trash. The defense is trash. The offensive line is trash. The same thing with Caleb. Like, you got to have context, man. When you're watching these quarterbacks and you know they're surrounded by really bad players, bad defenses, and pretty much the success of that team is on their shoulders every week, that's a lot. Because like you just said, left, there is no quarterback that's going to walk out there every week and be perfect. How do you do that? Who does that? I asked for one resume builder, and people gave me one game in two years for J.J. McCarthy. One. Yeah. Ohio State last year. That's it. That's it. That's all y'all got. Two years. Three years. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. And that's one game. Come on, man. And the champion in the games that mattered when they actually had competition, he played regularly terrible. Mm-hmm. Or not noticeably enough. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, I don't know how you're gonna gonna grade it. And if this you is can push it back to the end of the year and just say whoever is the best player on the best team gets the Heisman. You know what I had somebody tell me, a Bears fan that covers, I just won't call him a fan. You know, he actually covers the Bears. It's my boy. 
He said nothing about Drake May and Caleb wows me. And I said, you know why? He said, why? I said, because you just started watching Caleb Williams this year. I said, this man came in down 20 points in the middle of one of the biggest rivalries as a true freshman and came back and won the game. Tell me when J.J. McCarthy does that. Never. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me when he does that. I watched, once again, I watched Drake May get pummeled by Notre Dame. Pummeled. And still just locked in. They made the ACC championship last year because of him. Because of him. It's like, yo, it's it's so unfair where people want to take one game. Oh, I told you he was trash. Really? That's the same thing they said about Deshaun Watson. Matter of fact, and, Patrick, and Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes was trash before the draft, according to y'all. Oh, he he doesn't do anything at Texas Tech. They, he never wins. Okay. That's okay. The same, but that's the same thing that I say about Jay. The fact that J.J. McCarthy – played against Georgia twice and looked like the way he did. I just can't imagine him being a Heisman winner. Hold on. First of all, correct that. He didn't play like – he didn't play Georgia twice. He played Georgia once. Oh, sorry. He got smacked. He looked like trash against TCU <laughs> with two pick sixes. Tyler Buckner wasn't the only one that threw two pick sixes in last year's bowl game. But he's a top ten pick. And the leader for the highest. Come, on. I do. I don't. I don't understand, man. I just don't understand how the position is evaluated anymore, bro. I just don't. There's no context when it comes to evaluating the court. No one looks at what's around these quarterbacks, what they have. Nothing. Nothing. That. Nothing. I had somebody tell me that Caleb has had better wide receivers than Justin Fields had at Ohio State. Almost stabbed him in his eye. Just to see if his eye was working. I said, what? I said, Jamison Williams was his fourth receiver. It's been a year. What, what are we talking about? That's, that's the type of stuff that just makes me check out. Left is like... When you this Heisman evaluating the quarterbacks, I I don't know how people do it right now. I just don't, man. Yeah, and this is the, and this is the effect of what the transfer portal has done on a on a certain basis. Is that now you've evened out talent? The focus is all over the place because numbers are all over the place, mm-hmm. and now you're getting into positions where. You're trying to sustain guys that are shuffled around, mm-hmm. develop guys that are here and there, mm-hmm. guys that got ulterior agendas trying to save themselves for the league, all type mm-hmm. of stuff. So I think, you know, these awards are only being diminished because there's no true evaluation for them, mm-hmm. which is losing the effect of the specialness. Like Caleb being the clear best quarterback or – even arguably the the best top three quarterbacks going into the draft, winning the Heisman to be so far from winning. it now 
him not being in a conversation loses the aesthetic of the Heisman for me because now it's like if you don't bring the runner-up back, mm-hmm. he's just so far away from it now. Who you going to say is at least <laughs> – who's going to be so much better than him that he he's not in New York with this kid is? This kid might not even get drafted. This might be the least sexiest Heisman Award winner. Yeah. Ever. How's ESPN going to show around? The last this this Heisman Award winner might be equal to Jason White. Didn't Jason White win the Heisman? Yeah. That was like the unsec like who? All right. Yeah, he can't. I mean, Bryce Young was the last. Okay, we that makes sense. I'm and not was like Caleb. Caleb was the last one. But still, there's how you gonna make a Heisman house commercial? They're gonna start hazing the Heisman. The Heisman, yeah. new Heisman winner, they're going to start hazing him. Yeah. They're in there with Barry yeah. Sanders and Tim yeah. Tebow. They're looking at him like, you wouldn't have even been in New York with us. Yeah. You you got to clean toilets. And it's like, yo, like people, you know, you know, I've heard, it's not even about what's being said in the chat because I've heard it on sports radio. I've heard it from fans here in Chicago that don't even watch college football. The only reason they started watching USC was because they knew they were going to have the number one pick. And the only reason they're watching USC, you know, they say silly stuff like he's been exposed. He's had one bad game all year. One. Who who exposed him? Because he lit Notre Dame up last year. Lit him up. So one game exposes a quarterback. That's the dumbest thing to say about evaluating a quarterback. The dumbest. Because I can go pick. You you know what I mean? Times Peyton Manning got exposed at Tennessee. Every time he played Florida, they smacked him. Every time, every time, every time, dude. He threw for almost seventy percent and two fifty six and three touchdowns against Utah. That's not a bad game. And he led the fourth quarter game winning drive. That if a bad call on Bear Alexander isn't made, USC wins the game. Like I said, stop making stuff up and have context. That's not a bad game. It's not. This is what I'm talking about. People have zero context when it comes to these. Michael Penix had a bad game yesterday, bro. He had a bad game. Bo Nix had a bad first half yesterday. It was mediocre. And then Bucky Urban and Jordan James got going, and they just physically – manhandled Washington State in the second half. People don't know how to be in context when they look at quarterbacks, bro. Either you got to throw for 450, five touchdowns, right? There's no context. None. There's no context. They pointed out J.J. McCarthy. He threw for 256 against Ohio State and completed 50% of his passes. Go watch his first half of that game. It was terrible. He threw a couple of hitches that went for 80-yard touchdowns in the second half, and all of a sudden his stats look amazing. The context is he didn't do that much. And, like, he read defenses and dissected Ohio State. Ohio State did a poor job of tackling. And the next thing you know, that's 160 yards of offense. No one has context anymore. There's no way people are watching the totality of these games. Yeah, and, and, and we did we not say because we had people in the chat 
at after the post game last week, they were like, uh, Utah's in trouble. Remember that? They're like, Utah's gonna be facing a pissed off USC team, and we both said, No, nah, Utah's good. Yeah, Utah's going to physically do the same thing that no, it's a bad matchup. Like Utah is straight. They're about to line up and physically. Oh, can I can I get petty for a second? Can I get petty for a second? Can I get petty for a second? Um, I kind of like the way Andy Ludwig's offense looked against USC's defense. I'm gonna just leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. For everybody that wanted to compare Andy Ludwig to the current OC, like, oh, there's nothing different. Okay. My man took a safety after injuries to running back and had him making plays on offense. All right. I just thought I'd throw that out there. No, you're right. Andy, just thought I'd throw that out there. I'm just saying. But, yeah, it's troubling to me, left. It's, it's troubling to me, man, because I, I don't know. I think I think the evaluation of like um, it's going to happen in the future, and I'll tell you why it's going to happen. Uh, you remember over twenty, almost thirty years ago, people told Ed uh, O'Bannon he was crazy. Remember that? Okay. Like you're crazy. And here we are with high school kids getting getting name, image, and likeness money, right? Yeah. College kids getting name, image, and like, but Ed O'Bannon was told he was crazy, right? Early 2000s, Tom Brady was told, You're crazy. No, you can't buy ownership in the Patriots while you're a player. That's what he was told, right? No. But now that the NFL has made the quarterback position so valuable and clearly the most valuable position in the, in the face of the, every franchise, quarterback's the face of every franchise, Dak Prescott isn't the best player on Dallas, but he's the face of the franchise. Guess what's about to happen in the future? Some quarterback is going to get paid in equity. It's going to happen. I, the NFL, they're setting themselves up just like the NCAA sets themselves up with NIL. It's going to happen. Whether it's Caleb, Drake May, some quarterback is going to get drafted and he's going to get paid in minority states. Is going to happen, and that's the that's that's the NFL. Yeah, they paint their position, and then once LeBron does it, they're gonna mm -hmm. start doing it for the NBA. LeBron's gonna break that mold. He's gonna get a little bit of the Lakers after they get this ring this year, mm -hmm. and then he's gonna <laughs> draft Bronny and Bryce. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then professional sports is gonna be nothing but nepotism. But it is like the music game right now for quarterbacks. Mm. It's not. It's nobody really sticking. 
you got your classy guys, your top three. Mm-hmm. But everybody else is almost like SoundCloud rappers or TikTok mm-hmm. rappers. Mm-hmm. They get hot for a season, don't hear from them. Have a couple good games, losing the big moments. Mm-hmm. Wins one big one, never hears from them again. So there's a, a lot more variety and range of talent at the position, which is is way more than we've had, mm-hmm. you know, just in the general collective of talented quarterbacks. I mean, you can almost find a talented quarterback anywhere, just like you can find a point guard anywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. The difference is, is now <clears throat> what you specifically want and fit into what you're doing is the key. You got a lot of guys that are playing in systems that are not fit for their, their best talents. Yeah. You got a lot of guys. and then But you would think that when they don't produce within what they're doing, they're terrible. But then the guy transferred, that same guy, DJ Iwanga Galay, transfers to Oregon State in a place that he fits in. Now he's a sneaky, underrated draft pick at the quarterback position. Michael Penix is another example of it. So, yeah, the talent is something you have to have an eye for, but in terms of relating it towards being a winning quarterback and all of that, you got to think about the things around them because they're dependent on a lot as well, coaching being a huge part of it. But when you put the coaching with the quarterback that's pretty talented and you give them some decent resources, you get the teams like Washington, you get the teams like Georgia, but these are one-off teams that, you know, are some of the greatest teams in college football history. So when you're evaluating talent that's generational but not on one of the greatest teams in history, mm-hmm. that's getting back to resetting <clears throat> the parameters of what it means to be a Heisman because now we have to think, okay, if you took Caleb off of USC, what is USC? <laughs> they probably worse than Colorado. You take Bo Nix off of Oregon, what's Oregon? You take Washington off of Michael Penix off of Washington, what? So it's, I think that the most valuable player should be the Heisman guy, but evaluating that is, it's got to get back to the basics. Can I can I read you some uh some stats? Uh. 28, 26 of 30 for a 280. 22 or 26 for 278. 8 of 13 for 143. 15 of 21 for 214. 12 of 18 for 156. 14 of 20 for 219. 14 of 17 for 222. 21 of 27 for 287. See, this is my problem, Le. When you have the best offensive line in college football for the last three years, you have Blake Corm in the backfield along with Donovan Edwards. Tight ends, wide receivers, and the number one defense in the nation giving up seven points a game to Big Ten teams, and you hand the ball off 
55% of the time. There's no weight on you, dog. No. Ain't no weight on the shoulders of JJ McCarthy for the for Michigan to win games. None. Um, no, that dude is out there playing fantasy free, knowing. And I just tweeted this about this is the first year I was sitting there watching the second half of Kansas City and LA, and it was like 24 to 17 at half. Him and uh Her Herbert were going back and forth in the first half. Pat threw for 340 in the first half, left 342, if I'm not mistaken. Third quarter, they had no points. Matter of fact, it was no points in the second half until like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. You know why? Pat was content because he knows he has a top five defense. It is the first time Patrick Mahomes knows for sure my defense has me every game, every week. I got a top five defense. The whole now the pressure's not all on my shoulders. And he was content until he got an opportunity with field position in the fourth quarter. And they scored a touchdown to take it to a 14-point game. Ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to evaluating quarterbacks, you gotta have context, man. You got how much weight is on this man's shoulder? Does he go out there carrying the weight of the program? No. Does he go out there feeling like if I don't perform, we're going to lose? There's only two or three quarterbacks in the nation that feel that way. That's it. Two or three. Everybody else? I don't want to say, because it's disrespectful to say they're alone for the ride, but everybody else is part of a really good program. Really good program. That's, that's, and this is why it's going to be very interesting to watch Carson Beck against Missouri and Florida the next two weeks without Brock Bowers. It's going to be real. Man, now we get to see. It's, it's, it's a little more weight. It's a little more weight on your shoulders, young man. Let's see how you handle this. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just think it's just so interesting that you brought up the Heisman conversation considering, you know, who knows? Mm -hmm. Who knows this year? And it's not that there aren't talented guys out there that you wouldn't mind seeing winning. Mm -hmm. But when you relate a lot of which I think there's still a lot of draftable quarterbacks available, a lot of draftable, talented skill players as well, but it's like, man, when you relate that to what the Heisman is now, it's just not the same. When It's just not the same. It's like, how do you – you can't put a, a perfect label on any of these guys. Right. And I think that's what's hurting the clear-cut winners because because you can't place a perfect label on these guys – the ones you are placing perfect labels on, you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't even fit. Yeah. Because now you're reaching instead of evaluating a true Heisman uh, winner. But, you know, there's a lot of good talent out here. I don't think there's and there's more talent in this draft than last year's draft. It's just a matter of what award means what and to who. You know, yeah. if you got the runner-up Heisman, you need to – Keep chugging him along. Don't throw him to the side. 
because you throw him to the side. You telling me there's five or six guys in New York better than him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, we gotta be realistic at this point. If you won the Heisman, you at least gotta show up to the next year if you still playing. If he had not been injured, I would send Brock Bowers to New York before I send JJ McCarthy. Yes. He literally every fourth quarter for Georgia multiple times this year. Catch dominated. Dominated. Those are performances. For JJ McCarthy to be the high the betting favorite or the favorite for the Heisman Award right now. It's absolutely ridiculous. With no Heisman moments? It's absolutely ridiculous. It's embarrassing. What are they going to play? Central Michigan tape? It's embarrassing. It's flat out embarrassing, man. And someone, you know, someone said, well, you know, he has to perform against Ohio State this year. The same Ohio State players that were on the field when they got blasted last year. The worst QB. By, by the Michigan offensive line. They're the same dudes going to Ann Arbor. Against the same offensive line that's going to run the ball down their throats for almost 200 yards. Notre Dame ran the ball for 150 against this Ohio State front and didn't give up a sack. And Michigan's O-line is better than Notre Dame's. Like, what? Dude, the context is, is man. I Michigan, Michigan isn't going into that Ohio State game saying J.J. McCarthy's got to win it for us. So how is J.J. McCarthy the Heisman winner if his own team isn't depending on him to pull off the biggest game of the year? Mm -hmm. We got Sam to pull off three of the biggest games on our schedule. Mm -hmm. Michigan didn't turn into McCarthy and being like, bro, you got to beat Michigan. You got to beat Ohio State this year if you want to win that Heisman. Mm -hmm. They're like, J.J., don't throw no picks. We're going to run that thing right to victory and beat them for the third time in a row. You just you just glad to, glad that you was in this position how you got into this position, but we're not asking you to throw for no four hundred yards mm -mm. and five touchdowns like C.J. Stroud did against Georgia. That's just not how you, that's we don't have to do that to win. <laughs> so you can't be no Heisman winner when your own team don't need you to win the game. Man, I, I truly believe that. Michigan could plug in another quarterback and beat the hell out of the Michigan, the rest of the Big Ten. Yeah. I, dude, I mean, the big Illinois beat Maryland, bro. That's like giving uh, Jake Fromm the Heisman. Jake Fromm's throwing five passes a game. They're running for 350 yards a game with four different running backs. And then you're like, you know what? Jake Fromm deserves it. How? He's throwing eight passes a game. That's what we are in college football, man. Lucky Lefty mm -hmm. podcast, man. So we we just we had to have that conversation, man. When I, I when I saw that early today, I said, man, where are we going? Where are we going with this evaluation of the quarterback? Where? We're elevating J.J. McCarthy being top 10, a top 10 pick in this year's draft. And and the kid is from Chicago, so you know I'm pulling for him, left. I want the kid to succeed, but come on, man. That's like giving Birdman on, a $100 man. million contract. How you going to give Birdman a $100 million contract? Hey, man, look. 
But you know, that's that LeBron factor. They gonna, you know, you 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 gonna get that Tristan Thompson deal if you if you on LeBron's team, man. You gonna get signed, come back, hundred mil, go about your day. And it, look, like someone said, they get Mitch Trubisky vibes with JJ McCarthy. You know, I'll disagree. I actually like I don't JJ yeah, McCarthy. Think McCarthy's bad. I actually like JJ McCarthy, bro. I like him, but come on, man. We're not doing this whole we like him, but he's not battle tested for us to put him in no and then we just, of top ten Michigan quarterbacks of all time. Hell, even top ten quarterbacks right now. He's just, we just a guy see that? battle tested. Didn't we just see that with Drew Allen? Right? Oh, I mean We're he like, went from man on the potential to oh, you're just far from where you like, need to Yeah, you man. You might have to worry about your job next year. Real questionable. <laughs> Real questionable. You, you might have to worry about if you're going to have a job at the same place next year. If you're putting up a forever, man. So, yeah, I think it is. Uh, it shows that the quarterback play in college football is at a very mid-level. There's mid-quarterback play because some of the, the offenses that do produce a good numbers, they're gimmick offenses. Mm-hmm. So, the quarterbacks that are throwing for all these crazy numbers be five eight one sixty five out of some who knows school, but he's got all the best numbers. So you can't you can't go by that way. Mm-hmm. And you go to P five and look at these mid level quarterbacks that are inconsistent. You got to open it up. Maybe it's not just a quarterback award anymore because quarterback play is very mid, and your three that. Are in contention, y'all rag so much. It's like y'all don't even want the the three that y'all is considering anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so there's no way to please the people how to award the Heisman too much anymore because there's no clear cut winner. There's no clear cut storyline. Yeah, they're trying to build up Dylan Gabriel's story, but he's corny. You know, yeah. he ain't he ain't to it. No, he ain't. No. He, wine, no. he, he ain't Marcus Mariota either. That cat. If Gus Malzahn actually had a quarterback this year, UCF would be tough because their skill position players are man. Both they of their running backs recruit. are cold. They recruiting in the best area to recruit. Hey, so they doing it right over there at UCF, but still, it's like. I would say Keon Coleman and Marvin Harrison Jr., you're right, Andrew Gilmore. They should be in the Heisman uh, New York because they're exciting to watch. I agree. And definitely. Instead of just putting all these quarterbacks up there, like, what are we doing? In there. At like, least we got some highlights to watch when we decide who we want. These other guys, you know, you just watching tape. But with Keon and Marvin Harrison, you watching plays. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I can see why they calling him the best. I, I would tell you this, as a Notre Dame fan, if Sam Hartman had the same production, if Notre Dame stops Ohio State on that goal line and they play and beat Louisville and are undefeated right now, Sam Hartman would be one of the better favorites. And he shouldn't be. If he, I'm talking about the production was the same. Yeah, he shouldn't be. 
just because you're an undefeated team as the quarterback doesn't mean you should be in New York at the Heisman ceremony. That's right. We like we said, if you was that dude, we we needed you to win them games because of you. So you would have deserved it, in my opinion. Sam could have deserved it for me. You got five primetime games, the number six schedule, toughest schedule in the country, mm-hmm. and we're winning all six of them games because of you, and you beat the Heisman winner the year before. You done beat college football playoff team at home. Because of you, you threw 300 yards in both games and played better than – yeah, you deserve it. But that talent level wasn't there, unfortunately. He was he was good to foster a situation. Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't Dr. Dre in the studio where we knew he was gonna get a banger after we done, you right. know, you done brought the engineer and he's good. He done had yeah. some plaques on the wall. Yeah, but this project right here got to go number one. Yeah, and we and we ain't had Dr. Dre. Yeah, and that's all it was. He's a good engineer. He gonna do good. We gonna make some album sales. You're going to have his artist sounding real nice. But that ain't hitting. They ain't beating Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. They ain't beating Drake. They ain't beating Bad Bunny. But we we, we, we making money. You know, we, we doing what we're supposed to do. And I think for us, Mar- uh, Marcus Freeman has to realize it's going to take a special dude if you don't have the Georgia structure of the five stars fostering the rest of the team. Yeah, it is. I just look. I wanted to go back to the days where it's just this whole good team, best quarterback of the best teams. If that's the case, Jordan Travis should be right up there with J.J. McCarthy. If that's what we're doing, Jordan Travis has had to put him up there. Put him up Jordan, there. Jordan Travis went on the road and beat Clemson. He put up some points against a Duke defense last night. His resume looks a whole lot better than J.J. McCarthy to me. So, I mean, what what are we doing? How is J.J. McCarthy the favorite? And then Jordan Travis is just like, his team is undefeated. Yeah, because he can make a case for damn near anybody. Uh, Jordan Travis beat LSU, did he not? Okay. He's beating a lot better team than J.J. McCarthy at this point. I just, man, what are we doing? I want to go back to the days where the running backs get love. The running backs just get no love now. Defensive players don't get any love. It's, man, Lucky Lefty Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.